When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Welcome back. I hope you are having a great morning. This week, we are going to be answering listener questions, and I'm going to be using my book as a guide for how I answer those questions. So I'm going to take the questions, and then I'm going to respond to them based off of some of the topics that I talk about in I Want This to Work. And I'm doing that because my book comes out in just a few weeks on November 30th, but it's available for pre-order now. So I'm celebrating, and I also want to give you all a little taste of the type of information that you'll get in the book. So let's dive in to today's listener question. Dear Liz, I'm really confused. Whenever I get into a relationship, things feel so good in the beginning. This has happened to me several times where I think that things are going perfectly. I feel like we're a really good match. But then several months in, we start to fight. Things don't go well. And then we end up breaking up. What is going on? Why are things so good in the beginning? And then they end so badly. This is such a relatable question. I think so many of us have been in a relationship where it feels so good at the start and we can really see ourselves with this person. And then as time goes on, things start to change. And if the relationship ends, that can be a really painful part of the grieving process is looking back at the beginning and thinking, why were things so good then? Where did we go wrong? What happened? Why can't we go back there? Actually, sometimes those memories of the beginning will bring us back into the relationship again and again and again, even when it's not working, because we remember how good it felt and we keep trying to get back there, but we find that we can't. There's a lot of reasons that this happens, and of course, there's so much nuance here, but I was thinking about how I love to talk about the stages of relationships and how each stage is a little bit different and will present to us different feelings and different experiences. So when we're building a relationship, we tend to go through four stages. And sometimes our relationship goes through all four. And sometimes our relationship ends during one of those four stages. So the first stage is what we call infatuation. The second stage is realization. The third stage is tension. And the fourth stage is acceptance. So that beginning stage that the listener was talking about where things feel really, really, really good is the infatuation stage. When we first enter into a relationship, we are on fire with happy hormones that encourage us to fuse with the other person. We love them because of what we're feeling, not necessarily because of what we're actually seeing or because what we know about the other person. This is because our brains and our bodies are wired to connect. We wanna connect with other human beings. So what will happen in order to encourage us to connect is that we will minimize any of the things that we see that aren't great and we will maximize all of the things that we see that we like. And so this person feels ideal to us, right? And what's happening in this stage is actually a physical reaction. 
our brains are pumping our bodies full of love hormones like dopamine, which tells us to be really happy, right? And so we think this person must make us really happy. We are pumped with oxytocin, which is the same hormone that moms are pumped with when they see their babies for the first time. And so that's a bonding chemical. And we feel calm. We feel safe. Our stress is reduced because of all this stuff that's being pumped into our body. Infatuation also shuts off the prefrontal cortex. So that's the rational part of our brain, which means that we're not going to be incredibly discerning. Again, we're going to feel what we feel and we're going to be drawn to the person because of what we feel. Now, that doesn't last forever. On average, it lasts anywhere from a couple months to about a year. Usually it doesn't last much longer than that because eventually we move into another stage in our relationship, which is called realization. This is when those hormones start to dissipate and we're able to see our partner for who they really are. So we're not over-exaggerating how great they are and we're not underestimating the things that annoy us. We start to really see who they are. And sometimes we don't like what we see. We get frustrated with them because we thought they were so much like us. We thought they were the perfect match and then they're not. Or we think they misled us because they seem so perfect in the beginning, but now we see that they're kind of avoidant. We start to think, I can't believe that they didn't show me this part of themselves. We start wondering, who are they really? Sometimes in this stage, we haven't quite gotten over the fact that they aren't that ideal person, that they're not us. And so we want to demand that they're more like us. Why do they do that? I would never do that. They should do it like this. Who are they? So all of these things start coming up. Now, sometimes people are able to move into this realization stage and they're able to think, okay, this is a set of characteristics that I want to keep working with. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they enter the realization stage and at that point they say, I think I want to stop here. I kind of am starting to see who you are. And again, this doesn't necessarily mean they're seeing that it's a bad person or anything, but I'm seeing that we aren't a good match. And so a lot of relationships will end here. Now, some people, they realize who the other person is and they still want to continue on. The next stage is when we start to have tension with each other. And this isn't so much as a stage as it is an experience that we will have in and out of a relationship no matter what. However, when we have this tension stage, we have all of these unexpressed feelings and thoughts that start to bubble to the surface usually in response to a stressful event. So we've realized who this person is, we've decided that we wanna keep going, but then something stressful happens. And it could be a happy stress, like we're moving in together, or it could be something upsetting, like we're having financial difficulties, or we aren't agreeing on what we want to do with moving forward in our relationship, whatever it is. So we have tension in reaction to some sort of stress, And we are either able to navigate that or we can't. And so this person asked, why does it go from being so, so good to then the relationship ending? Well, it sounds like what happened and what happens in most of our relationships, because not all of our relationships are going to last forever, right? If they did, we would have way too many relationships to navigate. But it sounds like what happens is that you are in that infatuation stage very healthy, very normal. It helps us to bond. And then 
When you enter the realization stage, you or the other person starts to see that this isn't the right relationship for you. Or you move to that, but then maybe a stressor happens and you're not able to communicate in a way that helps you to navigate it. Now, for the relationships that move out of tension, they move into a final stage, which is called acceptance. Unfortunately, a lot of people break up in the tension stage, or fortunately, because they're not the right match, or they stay together and they're just in constant tension. Or the third option is that people are able to move into acceptance. And when people are able to move into acceptance, they see their partner for who they really are, and they accept them for who they are, and they feel a sense of peace with themselves about the person that they're navigating life with. And while of course there will be tension here and there, they navigate it in a way that is less disruptive and that doesn't end the relationship. I hope that this was helpful. Again, this is information that you can find in my book, I Want This to Work, which is available for pre-order now everywhere books are sold. Try to support your local independent bookstores if you can. You can go to bookshop.org. This is not an ad for them, but it's just a place where you are able to order books to support local independent sellers. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.